Today we're coming in with a fighter spotlight. A newly signed uh, MMA fighter for MMA T Company is James Netflix Neville. He's fighting out of the MMA Institute in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, James, a professional fighter. James, thanks for joining me today. Uh, how you feeling? Um, you know, on this Christmas week. Feeling good, man. I got the week off. Uh, feeling kind of relaxed. I've been kind of just only focused on training. I don't have to worry about, you know, training and work, you know, the whole try to get my work in and then train or trying to train and then go to work. So I don't have to worry about that. So it's pretty, pretty good all considering and it's, you know, real nice out for a winter, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's like up here in Lancaster, it's probably 45 degrees right now. It's supposed to be 51 on uh, Christmas Eve. So all that snow we got is going to be gone. Yeah, it's like it hasn't really hit us here. It's like maybe 50s, 60s. So it's not a kind of not a normal winter over here. Yeah, for sure. Um, and speaking of not a normal winter, I don't think it's been much of a normal year for anyone really in this sport. Um, I saw recently that you competed uh, and won a belt at Naga. Is that really the extent of the competing that you've been doing uh, since COVID kind of hit back in March? Or did you have some other things going on? When was your, you know, first pro fight? Talk, talk me through those things. Yeah, um, well, the pro fight was a little before COVID. I think it was like late last year, right before, because I know COVID was kind of like early in the year. And then March is when it got crazy. But yeah, Naga, that's really the only thing I've had from a competitive standpoint so far during this whole thing. Um, yeah, I mean, this was obviously a crazy year with COVID and everything. Um, it was a big year for me as far as uh, making the move to Richmond, switching gyms, you know, just uh, moving in general from a different area and then having to, um, you know, kind of adjust to this area uh, with, you know, living the new job and everything. So it's been a lot of adjusting, uh, you know, still been training. I mean, the, there's, a, you know, at first it was kind of small with the COVID thing. So I've been kind of doing the best with what I got, but now it's starting to feel a little more normal. And then this last week we had the, or this weekend I had Naga and I haven't competed in jiu-jitsu in a while. I kind of focused more on MMA for a bit. So I, this was kind of one of those like, you know what, there's nothing popping up just yet. Let's just go out there and have fun. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like almost the, the, the fact that there weren't a whole lot of fights and not a lot going on uh, that almost aided you in, in your move in terms of moving to Richmond, um, starting at a new gym, uh, not also having the stress of being through a fight camp and constantly cutting weight and doing things like that. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing about um, jiu-jitsu terms. I really love like with fighting. It's like, it's intent. It's like, you know, it's a very set schedule. Training is a lot harder. You have specific strategies. Then you got the weight cut and you got to go through all that. And then, you know, the replenishing and then all of this for just like a maybe 15 minute fight. It's, it's way more intense. Uh, jiu-jitsu. I love, you could plan that a day before and like, Hey, let's go, go to a tournament. And it's very relaxing. Um, I had a lot of new guys competing or some of the new guys at my gym were competing and they're like, Oh, how do you do with the nerves? I'm like, bro, take an MMA fight and it'll, it's night and day how different it is. So it, it's, it's really, that's why I kind of want to do it, you know, just get, go out there, compete, but also it's like, it's very relaxed and you don't have to, I never cut weight for a jiu-jitsu tournament because that's just, there's no reason for that. Yeah. I, I subscribe to the mentality of, I just kind of show up at whatever weight I'm at and that's what I'm going to compete. Right. Uh, now, in terms of your start in, you know, martial arts in general, I saw that you're a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. So was that your first martial art? Yeah, well, uh, wrestling was the, the very, very beginning. I think when I was like around 10, maybe a little sooner. Um, it's funny, I got into wrestling because I, you know, I loved watching, you know, the WWF or WWE right now. Um, that was always such a big fan of that. And then obviously it was different, but then I got into wrestling and I, you know, I just loved it. I was doing that for such a long time. 
And then eventually, once I got closer to the end of high school, and then I started watching UFC when uh, Chuck Liddell was out there knocking people out. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And, you know, wrestling after college, there's not much of a thing you can do with it. So, well, let's get his jitsu a try. So, I always tell people I'm more of a grappler, not necessarily a wrestler, a jiu-jitsu guy. Just, like, anything on the ground is where I feel most comfortable. And before we jump into the next question, I got to ask who your favorite WWF wrestler was. Oh, man. Uh, I think Stone Cold had to be it for me. I mean, like, the Attitude Era in the 90s where, like, they would never get away with that nowadays where it's, like, way PG. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, no, there's a lot of great people. The Stone Cold, The Undertaker, those were my – loved them as a, as a kid. Yeah, I mean, I think to this day, if you hear that glass shatter, most people are still going to get chills. Oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> I remember I fought a guy who had that, too, and it was kind of, it kind of made me mad. I was like, man, you're not, you can't do that. You can't just use another man's <laughs> thing. But, yeah, no, it's, it's the best. You can't really uh, replace that. Absolutely. Um, and you said, you know, you, you focused primarily on MMA and not so much on strictly jiu-jitsu in, in the past couple uh, years, I think you said. Uh, what does that difference in training look like in terms of, you know, you started kind of, you know, you, you call yourself a grappler, not just a jiu-jitsu guy or a wrestler guy, but then that transition into training more of an all-around MMA style. Um, was it adding more striking days? Was it not relying so much on your grappling uh, when you're training? What does that look like? Um, I guess it's more of working in the gi, more to say. Like when uh, you're in MMA, obviously there's no gi in MMA, or at least not since the Pride days, but it's more, you know, more of the wrestling, more moving and stuff. So I didn't took away from my gi um, training. So I've uh, gotten a little more into that, just like really working on the gi, really trying to work that to get more experience and definitely get a uh, move up in the, move up my weight class, or move in uh, to get a better belt. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just trying to make a good mixture between the striking and then, like, the, the grappling because early in my amateur career, it was just all ground game. I took everyone down, submitted them, which, you know, was good. I was getting a lot of wins and a lot of finishes. But, you know, after a while, you know, people have good takedown defense or you get, sometimes get better grapplers, so you have to have that striking. And uh, my striking has always been good. I've just never – every time I've had an opponent, my ground game has always been what I was better at. So I just took it to where the advantage was more for me. So – I mean, it's, yeah, it's more more work in the gi and more just like, yeah, adding, making sure it all balances out. Because I think at, when I was starting to get pro, I was really going heavy into the striking. So I'm just, you know, it's all about finding that right balance between grappling and the striking. Yeah, my uh, one issue that I ran into uh, was that I wanted to be a striker, even though I am a primarily a ground fighter. I want to, you know, put you on the cage, drag you to the mat, and then beat you up from there. Uh, yeah. and I, I almost felt like, I had to prove myself as a striker and I lost some fights because of it. Cause I came out and wanted to strike with strikers. Um, did you have that uh, oh, same yeah. kind of progression in your fighting of you kind of went too far one way and then bringing it back to kind of what you're, you're naturally uh, going to do anyway? Uh, not necessarily. I think, you know, when it comes to an MMA fight, it's kind of like at the end of the day, you got to get the win. You got to get the W um, maybe not as much an amateur. That's more about learning, but at the same time you want to get better and you want to, you know, if you want to work something, work it in training, work it in practice, go to other gyms, go to, you know, open mat kind of sparring stuff. That's where you want to test it. But at the end of the day, when you go to a fight, you really want to put yourself in the best uh, scenario to win. So it's usually always been uh, grappling. I think for when I was in the Cowboy Fight Series, that was when I was going against a guy who was equally uh, as good on the ground with me. So that's the one time I actually decided to keep it striking. And then that obviously worked out really well. So when it comes to fight, I just go with the best strategy to win. Um, 
you know, while keeping it exciting, I would definitely, you know, always want to go for the finish. You don't want to be a boring fight. You know, that's not as great of a win. But I always try to keep it towards where the, I have the best chance of winning. Sure. And is, is that something that, you know, beforehand you and your coaches sit down and, you know, you'll game plan for a fighter and look at tendencies and, and different things where you think you can take advantage of them? Or do you uh, prefer to kind of stick to a game plan that you know um, you're, you're good at and, and impose that on someone when you go out, regardless of the opponent is? Um, I would say a little of both. Well, like my coaches, I'll look at myself and then at the same time, I'll give them the video and like kind of have what they think I need to work on because they'll be able to see it better and tell me what to do. But it's really more about implementing my game or just doing what I do best. Like, so obviously I'm good at the ground, so forced to the ground. But anytime with my strategy, whether it be grappling or striking, it's always pushing forward, putting them against the cage. So naturally that works great with my grappling. So once I get them in the cage, push them against it, take it down. It works there, but not necessarily do what's, you know, just implement what I'm good at doing. And that usually will work most of the time. It's not really, it's kind of like we'll watch what they do to watch out for it, but, or what we need to work on more, but it's really more of making them fight my fight essentially. Got you. And, and that style that you do have of, of, uh, backing people down, putting them on the cage, um, getting them to the mat. Uh, it's a very taxing style, right? You got to be in really good shape if you want to fight at a pace like that. So are you primarily just uh, grappling training MMA or are you uh, doing some kind of, you know, other form of cardio, whether it's running, swimming, you know, riding bike, anything like that? Yeah. So I do also train with, um, there's a gym beyond strength performance. Um, it's kind of a, uh, it's a lifting gym, but it's more like a combination of lifting, but personal training, like they make set programs for me. So it's a lot of lifting and cardio. Um, it's really great with them. I always sit down with them usually monthly or every other month. And we go over what my program is going to be and what is best for me. So it's not just lift weights, get strong. It's get lift for my fighting. So a lot of it's, you know, explosion stuff, a lot of like, work really hard, take little breaks, kind of implement round fighting. Um, obviously, running's really good. It's harder in the winter, so I try to get my runs in every, uh, every time I can, but it's good, yeah. Beyond, so I train with them for lifting. Um, I, they had a gym over in, um, in Sterling, but since the move, they've now, you know, sent me it, and I just go to, like, a goals gym and do it there, but I still get that really good, um, that really good training, though. So it's, yeah, so a lot of, like, lifting, but not lifting it heavy, just a lot of, like, explosion, like, you know, uh, lifting for fighting, essentially, and then running, I'll add in there usually before or like for practice or before lifting. But yeah, the grappling and Muay Thai, uh, you know, cardio is definitely great, but then you got to add that strength and conditioning too, because, you know, you always say technique can beat anyone, but you know, go against someone with really good technique also, then, then you got to go in other factors like who's stronger than who's faster. And, uh, and the, yeah, when you're fighting someone in a cage, you definitely don't want that cardio running out. Absolutely. And, uh, now looking towards 2021 you know it's it's almost um it's almost that time and a lot of people that i've talked to have said i can't wait till next year um you know because because fights are going to be starting up and some promotions are running fights um some are not are, are you in talks with anyone about uh, getting back in the cage in 2021 is it something that you're looking forward to you know in the first couple of months or are you kind of waiting to see how the cards fall in terms of what promotions are going to be happening yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those crazy things. You just got to see how it goes. Um, I mean, I keep hearing little small talks. She's thinking on social media, there might be another lockdown. There might be more things. So you don't know how it's going to go. But then you got the vaccine coming out, so you don't know if that'll make it better. It's really hard to tell. Um, I mean, I'm game to fight. I've talked to my coaches. I've always been like, I just stay ready. And then I let my coach let, uh, work on that. And then he gets back to me. And we kind of go from there. So it's not necessarily, I don't really look myself. I kind of trust that, you know, they're looking for things if they're getting offers. And then 
once something is you know good for me they'll bring it to me and then we can kind of just go from there sure that makes sense um and last question before i let you go uh i just got to know where you got uh your, your nickname netflix so that one is kind of hard to explain well not really um <laughs> yeah it was it was showtime for a while which i got from wrestling and i really love that one and i just kind of stuck with it but over, uh the lot uh, with disciple my head coach they kind of just gave me it for a while and i kind of just accepted it um i asked them what the reason was and they were kind of like oh just you're a chill guy so we always thought like you know netflix and chill and i thought that was a good thing um so i mean i loved it right away um i mean as you you probably tell with social media i'm very big with posting kind of i do some funny stuff here and there make little memes in a little bit and at the end of the day you got to be marketable and when they heard netflix neville i'm like i haven't heard anyone with that name so i'm going to take that and run so i guess because i'm a chill guy i'm pretty relaxed most people will say about me so and, but from the biggest thing, once I gave it to him, I'm like, all right, cool. I can go crazy with that. People are going to see that, and it's going to be really funny. I mean, the shirt we got now with uh, Neville and Chill is – that's funny. It's interesting. If they don't know what it means – if they don't like Neville, what is that? They're like, oh, that's a fight on Netflix. So it's a, it's a conversation start. It gets the ball rolling, makes them uh, talk about it more. So it was very simple, but ever since I got it, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I mean, we love it when Alex and I, um, you know, saw what your cage name was. I was like, we definitely got to work with that guy. Um, and then, you know, saw your fights and I was like, oh, now we definitely got to work with that guy. Um, so, you know, we're happy to have you, you know, part of our, part of our team here at MIT company. Before I let you go, I just wanted to kind of give you the floor and give any shout outs to any coaches, sponsors, you know, family, friends, anyone that's been supporting you, you know, throughout your career thus far. Cause I know a lot of people, you know, have supported me and I, I there's gotta be somebody that's out there supporting you as well. Yeah. Oh man. I, I love this question. I hate it at the same time because I feel like I always freeze and forget people, but the, uh, the obvious one, MMAI at Richmond, Virginia, uh, ever since I came here, they've been nothing but great. They've such welcoming, like everyone, even before I got to the gym, I had people messaging me like, Hey, welcome. Can't wait to work with you. And it's just been really, really great working with everyone there. It's like a new family to me. Um, I still have a lot of love for everyone at the Disciple MMA Academy, you know, uh, even though I'm at a different gym, it's really great because Rick who owns MMAI, is you know he says that he's like brothers with or rick and scott are like you know they they're like brothers really good friends so i it's great that i can still keep that relationship um you know beyond Sonic performance even though i have moved over here they've been you know still giving me programs still working with me so that's been really really great um my girlfriend kelly we've been she's also a fighter too and you know this has been quite a process for both of us but you know we've been supporting each other as much as we can with you know i have my competition she's getting ready for stuff too so it's just been a lot of fun um yeah, it's good to me. Yeah, <laughs> just and, and all my friends and family, a lot of people, you know, I'm, I'm usually whenever I do stuff, I'm always posting about stuff and everyone's always, you know, helping me out, showing support, whether I've talked to them recently or haven't talked to them in years. It's all, it, I, I love the love that I'm getting from people that have just been out there supporting me. So like everyone, <laughs> I wish I could go down the list of names it would take forever. But I mean, I just want to get the main one. But, you know, everyone who's there who supports me, whether it's a like on Facebook or the reach out to me, I, I always appreciate it. Like it never goes on this. Awesome, James. Uh, I appreciate your time today. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you back in the cage uh, or in competitions or both in 2021. Um, stay safe, have a happy holiday, and, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me. I love being part of this team, and I can't wait to, can't wait to do more with you, man. Awesome. Looking forward to it. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.